This is Annie Noob, episode 17, covering Sailor Moon. Episode. That is insane we're at 17. Yes, it is. Wow. Okay. Yes. Covering, Sorry, covering Sailor Moon, episodes 21 through 24. And Sailor Moon Crystal, episode 3. Indeed, yes, because um, having decided that we are not doing the Annie Noob current right now, just because we ran out of stuff we were interested in. Oh, he didn't like Rail Wars? I tell you, no. I didn't like it either. No. Everyone already knows this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've kind of figured, you know what, we'll see about next season what we do with that. I know I have a couple shows I want to talk about, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this season, we're going to stick with just doing regular Ananube episodes. And so that means that since the only show that we're actually interested in watching is Sailor Moon Crystal, we are going to now be talking about it with the episodes of Sailor Moon that come out over the same time period. This does, of course, mean because of our um, slight, our buffer, this will be coming out a little bit later than the uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. Maybe we'll start doing Sailor Moon on time. We might. We might. We'll see. Well, I have to see. Maybe if I ever stop saying what episode it is at the beginning of the show. Yes. That way I can rearrange it however I want. (laughs) I'm James, your resident anti-noob. Still mm-hmm. a noob after 17 episodes? I yes. would say yes. Still. You need to get at least to the number of episodes comparable to most anime. So we need to be to 656? Just yes. Just like One Piece? Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yes. Indeed. And I'm joined with our host club member. <laughs> well, if you consider us an anime club, then yes. Yes, I am. Oh, that would have been perfect if I was in an anime club and I had a podcast about anime with the anime club. That would have been awful, because, yeah. Well, what if, we wouldn't have been able to understand it, because it would have been German. Well, no. I went to an English-speaking school. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. Well, not when I was in Germany, but when I was in Switzerland, it was an English-speaking school. Dry school? Yeah. I was thinking more I was thinking more college, where there was Oh, no, that, that, that would have worked. Yeah, where there was the Quark Club that right. I went for it. a little bit, but never really got into... Because I was like, ah, I'm around a bunch of nerds, and I decided I'm the kind of nerd that's just antisocial. <laughs> it doesn't help if it doesn't help if they like what I like. As long as they are people, I dislike them. So, yeah. Suddenly, I don't feel guilty about you know ever you ever being mad at me or anything. <laughs> he doesn't like people. I yeah, I'm taking no. it personally. No, yeah, people suck. I hate them all. All right, so we watched episode 21, Protect the Children's Dreams. Friendship through anime, and this is, of course, a filler-ish so episode. Filler. Yeah. Episode 22, Romance Under the Moon, Usagi's First Kiss. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I know, I was like, yes? <laughs> I love this. Wish Upon a Star, Naru's First Love, but I, of course, love the title of the, ori- of the first dub, Molly's Folly. Who's Molly? Naru? Naru, yeah. Uh, and then and the last one, Naru's Tears. Nephrite dies for love. I wonder what happens that episode. Oh. <laughs> That's we'll a... get to those two, but let's talk about the first two yes. episodes. First one, the Yeah, animated mess. So this is the one where the Yeah, where Nephrite targets the animators for this Sailor V film and yeah, one of the animators, and she's jealous, and so he uses that negative emotion to um, basically do what he wants. I felt like it was getting a little meta. 
having a Sailor V anime yeah. in Sailor Moon, and I know Sailor V's coming up. Yeah. It, it's, it was kind of... Just a wee bit meta. Um, it was kind of weird, but I guess in a way kind of entertaining in that you've got sure. Sailor Moon of all places that takes a look at the anime industry. And looking that at... was kind of odd, yeah, but interesting. And looking at the sort of like their studio, I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. That's totally what an anime studio looks like. I think we need a little more steel, some chains, chaining oh, the animators oh. to the desks, foremen with whips... And Sounds then, like you've been watching too much anime. <laughs> oh, the the conditions for animators in Japan are awful. Oh. It's like, they're really bad. I mean... Sorry, animators, that I'm watching this stuff. Yeah. It's like, they get paid... Yeah, they get paid nothing, and of course it's... I don't know. It's something that needs to change, but that's for another time. Yes. But still, it was... I mean, it was a, it was an okay episode. I mean, it was... I was kind of bored by that one. Yeah. I don't know. I did... I, I liked the anime setting. <clears throat> I yeah, guess. that's kind of, that's all. <clears throat> it's one of the ones that stands out the most for me because it's one of the most memorable because of the, the weird, you know, the weird setting. But at the same time, it's also not one of the ones that you remember because it's one of the great episodes. The jealousy between the best friends kind of just, I was like, really? Eh. Going that route? Hasn't that been beaten to death? It has, but do keep in mind this was made in the 90s. That's true. So, yeah, And also, I can kind of relate to the whole concept, the whole idea of, you know, jealousy between two creative friends. Because, I mean, it's not like that ever hasn't ever happened with us, right? Well. By the way, Chuck, congratulations on getting published. <laughs> we hate you so much. No, just joking. <laughs> this episode of Annie Noob is brought to you by the Paper Magician. Get it on your Kindle. For free, because you can no, if you're a Prime anymore. member. Really? Well, not when this airs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers! <laughs> no, but, yeah. <clears throat> Alright, then. It, yeah, it was a content-wise, it was a for, I mean, story-wise, it was a forgettable mm. episode, Um, but at the same time, memorable because of the setting, so that was kind of weird. And all right, let's talk about episode 22, Romance Under the Moon, Usagi's First Kiss. And this, let's see. And so we start with um, both Luna and Queen Burrow wondering if this visiting princess could be the princess the Guardians have been looking for. And I'm kind of thinking, wait, what? Wait, there's actual, there's still princesses here? Okay. But yeah. Well, they've been, well, they finally are getting to the... Princess. Over the head. Oh, there's a princess we're looking for. Yay, there's a princess we're looking for. No, it's not who you know it is. <laughs> but I know, that's the problem with Sailor Moon Crystal. I was like, uh, isn't it who I think it is now? Because It's pretty obvious. Say who it is I mean, she is the main character. Honestly, I think that it would have been a lot more interesting if it, the twist had have been that the person who we think is the princess isn't actually the princess. You know, have a twist on, she's the main character, but she's not the one that we're looking for. But then again, I guess that's kind of sort of been done with other shows where it's like, yeah, the main character is looking for this princess type person or this, like, you know, this important person who isn't the main character, but they're important to the story. But usually you see Star that. Wars. Yeah. You usually kind of see that with a male hero mm -hmm. and the character that's important is a, is a woman. Mm hmm. So it would have been interesting to swap that around a little bit and have it be the one that, you know, the main character is a girl, but the one that she's looking for and has to protect and whatnot and who's so important is also a girl. 
that would have been kind of an interesting twist on that. And so, because, I don't know, you could go if you decide, if you want to be progressive, in quotation marks, but also lazy in writing, uh, in writing terms, you could have it totally be a romantic relationship. But between the girls or between the girls? Between the girls, you know, because usually you have like, you know, you got the guy hero and then the girl that's important, yes, is saver, and there's a romance between them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you do it with, the gir- with two girls and have it be a romance, it's kind of like, oh, look how progressive it is. But at the same time, it's like in halfway there, the other half is lazy writing, doing the same thing been that has been done over and over. I mean, honestly, it would probably be even more progressive writing-wise if you stick with the typical guy needs to save girl, but they aren't, they don't ever become romantically involved. Mm-hmm. And so, although I guess maybe it would be also kind of interesting, girl main character with a guy that she has to find because he's so important or something. Depends but that on would how any of these are written. Yeah, true. Or produced. Yeah, and I kind of see the one with the oh look, the girl's the main character, but the guy is so important she has to find him. Would have people crying out of, oh, that's boo, the guy's so important. But then again, you think about, well, yeah, but it's the same thing, just yeah. swapped. What the heck, guys? Or maybe even better yet, have it two guys. And one's the hero, the other one is the important plot point that needs to be found. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, that would be kind of interesting. And I mean, you could play that either way you want. So, everyone go read Derek's next book. It's not going to happen. Although I do have a book that I'm working on that is involving excellent. Yes, <laughs> that is involving two dudes in a friendship setting going off to save the world together. Mm. So, yeah, that's always nice, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so this one—the whole princess looking like Umino. That was ridiculous. It was horrible. I was like, oh, gross. You are the worst princess ever. Well, Umino's the worst character in this whole show, so having him look like the princess was just disappointing. Yeah, and having that be the joke is like, oh, look at how unattractive this princess is. Like, It's because she looks like a man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, oh, there's actually been, a, there's actually uh, one thing that you should check out. Um, well, maybe sometime, but it's a manga called um, Ghost Sweeper Mikami. Uh-huh. And they have a part where they show one of the characters' backstories, and they, um, you know, basically it turns out that, oh, um, the only way to stop this ghost or this demon is through a virgin sacrifice. And then all these girls are like, oh, I don't wanna. And then the princess comes in and is like, I will sacrifice myself for the others. And she looks flat out like a dude like you know angular uh-huh. face that you'd see on like like a manly man mm-hmm. and everyone's like she's so sweet and caring but jeez <laughs> and it's also and that's Sad. what's really funny is like you do really feel for that character because you're like oh you're such a you have such a good personality but Nope. Curse the creator that decided to draw you like this. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of that joke, except that one does it a lot better because she, it goes all the way. Yeah. Where it's just like, you show that isn't a dude in drag? So by this point, Naru's mm-hmm. head over heels for Neff, right? Yeah, and that will... And that's going to play out for the next three episodes. Two, two episodes? Well, this one and then the next two, I guess. Well, yeah. That well, whole subplot... Was weird. I think the thing that 
bugged me about it. Is the fact that he looks like he's 30? The fact that he looks like he's older than 30, it's like the whole Twilight thing. Well, yeah. With the immortal dude and the young girl, and I'm like, dude, go find the older woman. Don't prey on these... Well, to be fair... Teenagers, that's weird. To be fair, Edward looks like a teenager in Twilight, while here, dude flat out looks like he's 40. That's true. And so that is kind of creepy. Like, from an honest-to-goodness standpoint, would you want to be going back to high school year after year after year after year after year after year after year, after year, after year, after year as an immortal person? No way! College, sure. <laughs> College would be fine going year after year after year, but it would be more expensive. High school? Well, do keep in mind oh, Do keep in mind that Edward is a prude. Therefore, all the fun stuff that can be done in college... He has no part I'm in. I'm approved, and I had fun in college. Man, everything, everything school-related sucks. But, you know, I honestly, I wouldn't mind going back to high school oh. year after year just, just to mess with people, you know? That's the antisocial coming out. Yeah. But, or, I don't know, maybe I'd be go there and be like, you know what? No, I don't give a crap about anything. I'm going to do, I'm going to play my I'm gonna play out my high school years in many different ways like I'll go one time I'll go there I'll be the the bad boy that doesn't care because really I don't care (laughs) or I'll go there and I'll be the massive nerd who knows everything because I've gone through it like 50 times (laughs) or I'll be like the super popular kid or I'll go and I'll be the complete social awkward loner that everyone's afraid is gonna shoot up the school or whatnot that's a terrible thought. Sadly enough, apparently a lot of people have thought that I was that were afraid that I was going to shoot something up <laughs> in the past. So yeah, or you Kids know, don't watch the anime. This is what happens. This is before I started really watching anime. Oh. But nonetheless, I mean, it would be fun to go to go to high school over well, and over again, and then high just school over and over again. Going for a middle schooler. Ew. Well, like she's what yeah. seventh grade. Well, she's about 14 at this point, which, which, I mean, granted, it's like, I mean, okay, the whole concept of the immortal person with the younger person is, you know, ultimately, it's kind of creepy, because here's someone that's been alive for, like, thousands of years, and they're interested in this person that is, that would be, like, an infant to them in terms of years, but when you get down to it, the only times it really gets creepy is if it's this immortal old person who goes for someone that's still a teenager or not fully matured yet, that where, that's where it becomes a problem. I mean, mm-hmm. if you were to take someone that's like, <clears throat> oh, hey, I am this... I am this immortal person. I've lived for hundreds of years, and, well, hello, very attractive 30-year-old woman. Well, well there, it's not a problem, yeah. because she's an adult, she's and there, the age difference suddenly doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. It's any time they do these whole, oh, he's immortal, but that doesn't, you know, it's like, oh, that doesn't matter because they're in love. It's like, she's freaking 14 years old. She shouldn't be going out with 16-year-olds. Oh, I guess yeah. in that case it's okay. Well, there's a lot that happens between 14 and 16. Well, yeah, but still, nonetheless, I mean, I guess it only becomes a problem that if one of them's older than 18, mm-hmm. where it becomes a problem legally, but again, different in Japan. Right. With weird age of consent laws. But that's, I mean... Yeah. Well, that's the weird... And Nefra is not, like... I guess Edward, to to a point, Mm -hmm. is at the emotional level of a teenager still. (laughs) Obviously. 
But Nefre has the emotional level of an adult who's twisted and evil. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. There's your answer. (laughs) He's like, why are you dating that 14-year-old? Because I'm evil. Seriously, why do you think anyone dates 14-year-olds? Ultimately, it's because they're evil. Have you seen this hair? I'm evil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of the thing. Is like, I don't know. The problem where it becomes a problem, honestly, is where, I mean, if it... Had have just been her being like, oh, this this guy is, you know, this guy is cool. I like him. That would have been fine. I mean, mm-hmm. girls ha- and guys have crushes, crushes on, on older, older people all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Though I don't see what a 14-year-old girl would see in a guy that looks like he's 30. Well, he looks like a 30-year-old woman. Well, yeah. <laughs> no offense, Neff, right? No offense. Yeah. But, you know, but I mean, it does happen. I mean, you know, when you're in middle school, you're in high school, you've yeah, got the you... hot teacher, you've got the hot upperclassman, uh, you've got the hot college student or whatnot. You know, that does happen. dating them is another story. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if it had have just been, oh, I have a crush on this guy, that would have been fine. It's where it becomes this whole... He starts, yeah, he starts liking her. Yeah, he starts um, returning the feelings, and he is essentially his redemption comes in the fact that he fell in love with her. Essentially, which is um, what happens in episode 24, where it's basically. I don't know. It's sort of like. I mean, it starts off. I do kind of like the idea idea of how the plot works with. um, Let's see. um, Let's see, what was it? Yeah, so it's like. Episode 23, um, where it's Naru is like, you know, you continue that story, and he starts to become interested in her. Mm-hmm. These kind of need to be talked about together, but yeah, he becomes. 23 and 24. Yeah. So he becomes interested in her because he's thinking, oh, is she the crystals reacting? Is she the princess? And so he starts investigating with her. That I like. It's a good way to move into the story. The story so, itself is terrible. But I was trying to figure out why the crystals reacting to it. Well, according to Wik- she's in love with him, right? Yeah, according to okay. Wikipedia, um, yeah, it's like not it's like Nephrite continues to investigate Naro, not understanding that his crystal is sensing her love for him. That's that's what I gathered. Which that works, and I mean that would have been a but good I story. If it was because she's around Usagi, and Usagi has the transformation power. Maybe, but no, no but no, it it would have it would have worked. I think if that story could have worked, if you hadn't have tried to have him like be redeemed through his love for her because I mean well, a he guy said he was gonna go on a date with her before he died. I'd like to get chocolate parfaits with you. I'm like, no, no, you're an old man, you can't do that. No, <laughs> or no, maybe no, 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 oh no, no now we can read that as him thinking, okay, this girl is clearly very emotional right now and she clearly likes me. Okay. It's like, alright, I'll go on a date with you. Blah <laughs> and then he dies. Because he's like, well I'm dying, I may as well make her feel good and I, probably wouldn't follow up because I'm no pedophile. I'm really wondering if this show is going to actually follow up on his death and have Naru be sad or not because... We'll see. I'm like, emotionally, a 14-year-old and what just happened? Yeah. She probably should have some problems. They do make fun of it. They they do make fun of it in the Bridge series with whom we know constantly showing was like, oh, hey, your boyfriend died. (laughs) It's pretty... It's pretty amazing, but no, um, the uh, Umi, no, I hate you. Yeah, uh, that's the point. That's the point. Because I mean, he, the 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 strength of this story kind of relies on <clears throat> whether you know uh, Nephrite actually is in love with her. I mean, mm-hmm. you could. I mean, on the one hand, the 
villain turns to good for love of protagonist or prota- good person mm-hmm. has been done. It's a solid story. Um, the problem with this one is that it's villain turns to good for love of good person, except he's possibly a pedophile. Yeah. Which is where that becomes problematic because, okay, look, you go from being evil to being criminal. Well, but he's not a real human. Well, no. But I think that's why we're supposed to give him a pass. Well, yeah. But I just can't give him a pass. I could, I could kind of buy it a little bit if you... It's a little more palatable for me if you read it, if you read it from the point of view of... Here's this guy... Who is affected by the who is affected by the love that this young girl has for him? Mm-hmm. Not in a romantic way. He doesn't start to feel for the same for her romantically. But say, for example, he realizes, oh wait a minute, this person, this girl, is in love with me. Why is she in love with me? Is there something lovable about me? Is there something good in me that would cause her to love me? And then he starts thinking about, and then he starts. Right, the answer is no. If you're thinking this out there, the no. answer is no. There was nothing good about you. No, but you know, you could kind of see how you know. Yeah, no. The I, act I of being loved can cause someone to start and, thinking about themselves differently. He and then if you and then if you read it as he ends his life by saying, "Hey, yeah, I'll go out on a date with you," but not actually meaning it, just trying to say it to make mm-hmm. you feel better. That I could. That would be a turn this into a more palatable story except i don't think that's where they went which makes it kind of disturbing especially for especially from the point of view of 20 something year old men who are saying uh if i was the guy in this story it would end with me being arrested they would arrest my corpse (laughs) if i was the guy in the story be like ew you're 14 get away from me (laughs) yeah and then yeah i'd be more like well hello sailor pluto hmm I don't know. Who she gets is. introduced later, but and she's another one of those immortal, long-living beings. But she actually looks like an adult. Oh well, that's so it's like, good. yeah, that's sort of like, um, <laughs> yeah. So the whole the whole princess thing back to the, the oh, princess yeah. visiting. Yes, I'm glad that we're getting more front and center with the whole crystal, mm-hmm. which I think is why Sailor Moon Crystal is actually going to have that episode next. Time. Mm, yeah. Because it actually had something to do with the plot. Yeah. yeah. But it's shocking to realize that in Salem and Crystal, episode four mm-hmm. is that the same place as episode 22 in the first series. Now, here's the thing is like, if like, in that one. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't think what's his face? Um, well, the first one. Jadeite? Jadeite, yeah. He's still technically. He might still be alive. Well, I guess he just got banished somewhere. Oh, yeah, unless he got defeated in this episode and then Nephrite takes over. Oh, you mean it's Crystal? Yeah, and Crystal mm-hmm. coming up next. Yeah, but that means that out of the 22 episodes, mm-hmm. there were 18 of them that were total filler. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Still, Sailor Moon, you disappoint me. <laughs> are you still of the opinion that you need it to get to know the characters? No. <laughs> Although I am ready for you know meeting the next batch, yep. which I think is coming up soon. Yep, episode twenty-five. Woo. Oh, good. We'll meet some more. Um, yes. Okay, but the whole okay Usagi drinking and then kissing tuxedo mask. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was an interesting development. I thought okay, I actually laughed <laughs> when she was drinking. Underage drinking. Yes. You can't show that in a shoujo manga. It's well, just fruit juice. I don't know why she's drunk. Leave me alone. Is some. Um, 
Is that a Nozaki Kun reference? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> I I liked the I liked the getting drunk thing. The kiss, I was like, I'm not really sure. The the drunk thing was hilarious. Mm. Yeah. The, um, kissing, I was like, well, is she lucid enough? Is it? A, I don't. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about the kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As if we need. Yeah. Another Once again, concern. we'll be yeah we'll be making another comparison between Crystal and the original, but yeah, let's just say that it's not a good move to make your main romantic um, lead or your ro- main romantic partner for the heroine seem a little bit date rapey. Well, and he's dating Ray at this point. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if that happens in the manga. It I does don't know. Not. Oh, yeah, yeah and. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, that is especially double because you're like, oh, will he end up with Usagi here? Let's put him with someone else. So that way, suddenly he's a scumbag that's cheating on the girl that he's going out with. This doesn't, isn't working. But we are looking at this from an adult perspective. Granted. As a kid's perspective, I'm sure it felt way less upsetting than it did to us. Well, let's... And I bet you that Crystal will <laughs> feel more with the times. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think, and also I think part of the thing is that, yeah, the reason why it wouldn't be such a big deal for kids is because I can see a lot of adults watching this and and then suddenly having flashbacks to moments where something similar happened to them, but they were the one that was dating someone that ended up no. hooking up with someone else. Right. And so, you know, for adults, this might be a bit of a sore subject. Not that that ever happened to me. <laughs> No, actually, it never did. Oh, that actually did. I was like, no, no, I've only sorry. ever been dumped before. Never for someone else. At least I don't think. I have been dumped for someone else. No. Someone else I knew. Ah, uh, shame. Yeah, it was not very pretty. And then mm. when she got dumped, she came back and tried to come for me. I was like, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Been there, done that. Well, at least she didn't cheat and then dump you. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Let's oh dear. <laughs> let's talk story. about let's talk about episode twenty three. I don't want to talk about romance anymore. Ah, crap. No, let's talk about Crystal. Yeah, we've already covered yeah twenty three and twenty four enough. Naru and Nefrey are a little disturbing as adults. Yeah, I bet it was fine as the kids. They, you know. Yeah. I'll never be fourteen again, so I can't tell you how my fourteen year old self would react. But I bet it would have been more positive than my twenty something. My fourteen year old would have been like, ew, girls and go back to Pokemon. Man, Misty is so hot. That not, was me at a not, not. <laughs> What that was, that was many a fourteen year old girl uh, guy. <laughs> Next week will Derek admit his obsession with anime women. <laughs> Hopefully not, because that an- specific anime woman is 12 years old, and I'm no longer allowed to admit that. Yeah, that's the weird thing about coming back to shows that you watched as a kid. We're like, oh man, I remember. This this car- anime character was my first crush. I am 27 years old now. That character is still 12 years old. This is weird. This is weird now. Nostalgia is being very, very strange to me you know, right it's now. It's very strange watching TV shows that were made when you were, like, in high school. Oh, yeah. And, like, I remember... Whoa, those high school students seem so adult. Yeah. Now it's and, like, that's because they were adults. Yeah. And thinking, like, oh, the clothes they wear are, like, so cool. I want to wear their clothes. And you're looking like, this is so dated. It's only 10 years old. It's yeah. so dated. Oh. Yeah, man, those clothes. Then nobody wore the clothes at the time that these shows were coming out. That's true. But the clothes still are. I mean, come on. 
color-coordinated t-shirts. I mean, what on earth are you trying to tell me, Power Rangers? No, but that's one of those quintessential ones where I look at it as like, man, teenage is so cool. And I look back as like, gosh, the White Ranger had had a five o'clock shadow most of the time. He was supposed to be in high school. And then I think back to myself and I'm like, no, no, that's pretty accurate. I don't know. I didn't shave till I was like 21 or 22. Man, I had to start shaving when I was like 13. Oh, gosh. I had a full beard by the time I was like 17, 16, 17. It was awesome. Okay, so Crystal. Yes, yeah, Sailor Moon Crystal, episode three. The we hey, we're Moon. skipping the BS and getting right to, Mar- right Mar- to the demon Mars. Bus. <laughs> yes, which actually plays out significantly different than it does in the first anime. So much better. Oh yeah. Okay, so once again, Sailor Moon Crystal is much is better. So better. Yes. Number two, I was getting a little frustrated with some of the adults. Oh, yeah. However, it's because they're acting legitimately like adults that made me frustrated. Yep. I'm watching that and it's like, oh, my gosh, these remind me of some of my customers. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, we're going to assume that because you have anything to do with this, it's your fault and you caused all the problems. Or, yeah, or to make it more real world, I'm going to assume that you're involved, that you work for this company, that you can do everything that anyone can do in this company. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh. Like, oh, no, you say that thing is impossible. Change it. Make it possible. It's like, no, really. I can't. I'm pretty sure not even our CEO could do that. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? Jeez, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this week has not been a good one. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah, that is, it is really true. I mean, granted, you kind of like, as an adult, you look at those adult characters like, oh, come on, act your age. But then you're like, oh, crap, they're the acting their was, age. The problem was with these ones, they were actually acting like the two adults. Well, hey, did mm. it not kind of interest you that the, the creepy grandpa was gone? Oh, yeah. I was like, Where'd he the go? creepy grandpa's gone. Huh. Is that one of the differences that they mention in the... I didn't see that as a difference. I did, for the two of you out there listening, I did look up the difference between anime and manga. Of <laughs> Sailor Moon. I, <laughs> I was about to wait, say... That... I know that I it differently. James, the movie. difference between anime and manga is that it's... one has pretty colors and it moves. And it can only too. be seen on your screen. One moves, the other one is static. <laughs> and is usually seen on paper. The other is never seen like, on paper. I, will, I see them both on the same thing, my computer. Anyway... Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, I don't even watch it on anything with my computer. No, no. Looking at the difference between the Sailor Moon anime and manga, mm-hmm. I didn't see anything about Grandpa. Interesting. But some of the other differences were that Mamoru has glasses and was in high school in the manga, and lo and behold, in Sailor Moon Crystal, he wears glasses and is in high school. Oh, hey, look at that. Yay. He's... Oh, you're actually sticking to the source material? Oh, hey, the, pedophi- the ped- pedophilia has been turned down. Yay! Well, if he's 16 and she's 14, I don't feel as, like, squicked out about it. Yeah. Because then he'd be 18, 16, and that's not too bad. Yeah, definitely. It is. Man, let's see. So, all right. So, is he in the anime? Oh. <laughs> Take a look. This is what he looks like in the manga. Creeper. <laughs> he has he a mustache. He does not appear often. He appears in Act 5. Well, so maybe he'll appear later on mm. in the... Also, he looks anyway. completely different. He has hair and a mustache. Okay, that's the weird thing. He actually looks really young. 
Like mm-hmm. the art, like sort of like the artist couldn't draw old people, so she decided to take the typical character design and add a mustache. I wonder what. She's and give thinking. it and give it gray hair, and then suddenly like, ah, crap! This other character that has gray silver hair and is young. It reminds looking. me of Nozaki when he draws the three guys all mm. exactly the same. It does, yeah. Like Sakura. Well, it doesn't even matter which one she picks. They're all the same. Yeah. That is one thing that the anime one thing that the anime does better is that they make the grandpa actually look old. Then they actually use him and that's a problem. Yes. Well, anyway, I um the Demon Bus episode, I liked that Ray has figured out Usagi is Sailor Moon. Yeah. Like, that was great because it gave, made Ray a lot smarter. Yeah. I liked that Mamoru, I guess Tuxedo Mask, is realized that he saw her transform yeah, and from like, Usagi to mm-hmm. the stewardess. And I'm like, oh, hmm. finally, we have some people that have some brains. I mean, uh-huh. now granted, I don't expect everyone to have <laughs> it's all It's the glasses. Brains. It's the, the glasses. glasses. He's wearing the glasses in the, in the show, so now he's smarter. That is the worst thing. Those of you who don't have glasses, it's okay. And this, James, <laughs> and this James is why I'm smarter than you, he says to the guy that has a master's. I'm like, <laughs> but I have glasses. I just don't wear them. Mm. That's why I'm stupid on this podcast. Indeed. <laughs> what? Um, anyway. Yes. Yeah, and um, so... Jadeite having some actual powers that, like, oh. Yeah. And it also, I can't remember if, I, I mean, I haven't read the manga that's, that's on my to-do list, but I don't recall if he used ice, but I can imagine that since this is trying to be more faithful to it, he did have ice, which really works well that the villain that they're fighting has ice powers, and the one that, and the sailor that is introduced is the one with fire. And that was, that was clever. Yeah. So I'm that works. I'm curious if the, the anime, like, took stories from the manga and then Sailor Moon Crystal is just going back straight to the manga, and so that's why we're getting the same episodes. Well, that's the point. Or yeah. if Sailor Moon Crystal is going back and being like, "Well, these are the important anime, you know, shows, so let's redo them." No, so far it's been every one of the three episodes we've seen before. Asmin, yeah, no, it's they're all done better. It is, ba- it is. Um, no, the uh, Sailor Moon Crystal is taking is a direct adaptation of the manga. Oh, it is a direct. Yeah, so the what, the reason that we're seeing these episodes is because the original anime was a much more loose adaptation and that's saying yeah which it it just kind of goes to show that in the 90s anime adaptations did not have to reflect the the actual manga which is again goes to our conversation a couple probably a couple weeks ago about dot 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 what which, According to what they're listening, I'm trying not to break the fourth wall. Oh, oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, like, it. no, not a couple weeks ago. I mean, last week. Um, about how, um, you know, the argument of whether you should or should not compare something to its original source material. Mm-hmm. Um, it does doing that does make it a very interesting look at, um, you know, anime and how anime ad- adaptations have changed. How it used to be like for like Sailor Moon. It made some, you know, it added a lot of extra material. Or, say, for example, Dragon Ball Z, which added a lot of filler arcs. It kept a good chunk of the parts that were based on the, actually based on the manga the same, but then it added entire stories that were separate. Sailor Moon kind of does that, but intersperses it between... The stories that actually happened. Exactly, yeah. And so, and then you compare to series nowadays where they where you've got your average um, anime adaptation from a manga will stick to the source material 
except where it needs to stretch things out a little bit so it doesn't overtake the original and then you see a um then you see a movement that's been picking up a little bit of speed to go back and adapt or to either go back and adapt uh, a property that was an anime before or was eventually became or was an a manga that finally finished and adapt faithfully you've that's like that one i'm not watching it but the one with the butler black butler yeah they went back to where the anime diverged from the manga really? and they're doing a new anime following the manga through yeah that's currently the like, one that's coming out oh that's that's interesting yeah I, i'm not interested in that storyline but i am mm -hmm. intrigued by the idea that well, let's go back to the anime where it broke off yeah. and finish it. Down. Yeah, it is kind of interesting when when you consider the series the series that have done similar things. Um, Dragon Ball Z um, Kai, mm -hmm. or just Dragon Ball Kai as they call it in Japan, um, since we're the only ones that call it Dragon Ball Z. But yeah, it it very much um, you know it very much takes that so basic idea of putting out a version that's more faithful to the original. Except in this case, there was enough. There was enough that stuck with the original that they were able to, you know, just go and cut out the other mm -hmm. stuff. You know, they were able to time, say what you want about Toy. They were able to time it to the point where to make it more like, you know, more like the original. All they had to do is cut out all the parts where they diverge and the story still fits together. I wonder how much of the rest of it will keep going because the first State of the Moon was, what, 46 episodes for the season? Ah, closer and to 50, yeah. The, the new one is going to be 26 episodes. Mm -hmm. like, so we've already cut out um, 18 episodes of yeah. the first 22. Mm -hmm. So like, will will they start being like this? We'll see the same episodes? We'll see. Or are mm. we going to go to a point where... No, it's just going um, to follow the manga. It'll pass up season one and keep going. I think it will c cover the entirety of the manga. Because um, twenty six episodes, there it doesn't cover the whole manga. I just read somewhere that they oh, were really? saying that they're gonna probably renew it for a second season. Okay, well going. that's good. That'd be good. Um, yeah. Well, in that case, we'll see what happens there. But yeah. Also, what I kind of want to point out is that another what's kind of interesting in seeing these two Dragon Ball Z Kai and Sailor Moon Crystal, they're mm -hmm. both based off of old Toei properties, both being done by Toei. But you got the difference of Dragon Ball Kai, where it's earlier was like one of the first attempts to do something like this, where they just took the original material. But here, they decided, you know what, we're just going to completely reanimate it. Because the problem with Sailor Moon, and that you're not able to do that, what you did with Dragon Ball, is that the stories themselves changed so much, you know? And... Part of it, you'd kind of look at it and you're like, this is really old. Well, with Dragon Ball, it's like part of the charm is that it's old. Um, but with Sailor Moon, a lot of it is that just the stories themselves diverged massively from, you know, even the stuff that's taken from the manga diverges massively from how it actually happens in the manga. So there, they couldn't cut all the extra stuff. They had to actually, you know, go ahead and like reanimate it. Anime style it is better. General. Like, stuff that comes out this year... I have liked better than all the stuff that's been going out. You know, yeah, later. and also, and also, another one worth pointing out is the uh, difference between Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh -huh. which is Full Metal Alchemist um, diverges because the original manga wasn't complete. Right. And so the author was like, "Oh, look, just do your own thing. I'm not going to tell you how it ends because I want to finish it in my myself." Mm -hmm. And so they do it, and it's pretty well received. Um, personally, I'm not a fan of it because one, I like the 
I tend to be on the I like the original part, mm-hmm. and two, the where directions that the uh, Full Metal Alchemist anime went, I do not care for. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that you're the f- allowed to have that opinion. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just a lot of people are like, oh, I like the first Full Metal Alchemist series better. I'm like. You like the one where a major plot point is that a character that we met early on was raped and got pregnant. Hmm. I don't know what that says about you, but I don't like it. I'm sure that doesn't say anything about them. Well, I know. It's just, that's the that's kind of the, the reason why I prefer Brotherhood over the mm-hmm. uh, uh, over the first anime. is because people are like, oh, we like it better because this is what we first saw. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be honest. I read the manga first. Uh-huh. So, therefore, I want the manga story. I don't want any of this inconsequential fan fiction bullcrap that you like so much and all, especially i don't want the one where some where so, apparently one of the writers um in the apparently in the writing room a seinen manga writer decided to sneak in and add in that one specific plot point because it's this like is how I feel about the Star Wars yeah. uh, sequels and spinoffs <laughs> and stuff. Like, yeah. no, I just want the original stuff, even yeah. though you know not all of it was entirely up to par with what I wanted. Yeah, well, I don't want to see what somebody else. Well, at least you probably don't have to worry about one of the writers in that room doesn't actually have brain function. It's just the word words rape, 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 echoing in his empty well, we skull. We haven't seen episode seven yet. Well, yeah, but still, it's just there are certain writers that work in anime and that work in manga that were like, your view of what is adult is the most juvenile bullcrap that I've ever seen. And so, but yeah, we should probably at some point talk about Full Metal Alchemist. I'm honestly, yeah, I'm honestly gonna make you watch Brotherhood first. Granted, I may be, I may be um, coloring your view, but. I do still think. So, is it? Did it diverge at some point? Yeah, it diverged. Like, so you have to watch Full Metal Alchemist at the beginning until a certain point, and then you switch over to the other show. Oh no, they redo everything. Oh, they redo it. Yeah, the the interesting thing is I've never even heard of something like this where they keep redoing the same series over and over. Yeah. Like, the, do we do that in America besides like comic book TV shows? I can't. Well, think of comic book TV shows. <laughs> yeah, but like. I can't think of another franchise where it's like, oh, we're going to redo this TV show again and again and again. Uh, uh, not really. I mean, but comic books have like, shows that keep having different types. But, you know, I mean, the thing is yes, here. We do have rebooted yeah. TV shows. Most of them oh, yeah. just fall over. Though. And that is kind of like, the, the, you know, this is what a lot of these are kind of reboots. Hmm. But they're reboots that go back to the original. Because when, say, for example, when Full Metal Brotherhood was um brought out was started it was started while the manga was still ongoing but it was paced to the point that the manga would end before the anime ended mm-hmm. and so they almost ended exactly at the same time i just noticed today that sailor moon the manga ended yeah. a couple days after or before i can't remember the anime ended uh, yeah. and i'm like so i wonder mm. if the endings are similar at all oh well, probably said, not. Well, here's where the ending is going to be. Let's yeah. all work towards it. I yeah. don't know. But it is. Honestly, I think Crystal is entertaining. It is very good. Um, yeah. And one thing to one thing to point out again is, not only do I like the opening, th- I mean, granted, the original Sailor Moon opening theme is a bit of a guilty pleasure. I like that. <laughs> it's fun. It's nice. It fits the th- the problem with that one is that it doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the show. You know, the rest of the show is very frantic and wacky, but it doesn't well, quite... Well, a little bit wacky. 
Yeah, it's a little bit, but at the same time, it sets this whole sort of a different tone. And I felt that a lot of mid to late 90s anime had that problem Mm -hmm. where they had a show that this um, theme song that set a certain mood, but then the show didn't follow up on that mood. Like, for example, I've been watching Berserk for the first time. And and I can't remember what when that was made. But, you know, it has like this weird sort of grunge rock theme song. And I'm like... This is an epic fantasy, a dark epic fantasy about a war, mm-hmm. and there's demons in the background. You guys made the wrong choice. <laughs> but the thing with the yeah, and the thing with the original Sailor Moon theme is that it's a it's a nice theme. It's catchy and it mm-hmm. sets a good well, mood. It just doesn't follow up. In my head sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm whistling Sailor Moon. I hope no one knows what I'm whistling. Yeah, and then some girls just stare at you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what were you whistling? Nothing. Yeah, but Nothing. and also the thing is, uh, it seems like it would be more fitting for a series that is set in something that's a little more closer mm-hmm. to what to what um to the imagery that we're getting in the opening. Like this seems like something. This should be happening in a in an old city in Europe. You know, uh-huh. all these the old. No, I mean Sailor Moon. Oh, you think Sailor Moon should be having an old city in Europe? It does kind of like, I mean, the imagery, it's like it in feels... In the first one or the crystal version? In the first one. You know, based yeah. on the theme song, you know, it seems like something, this should be happening in Paris. And yeah. I swear I see the Eiffel Tower in the opening, but I'm pretty sure it's just the Tokyo Tower, it's which Tokyo looks Tower. similar. But still, at the same time, I'm just thinking, this okay, feels the like... Okay, Sailor Moon happening in Paris yeah. kind of cracks me up. And I mean, it kind of it kind of works. I mean, it's a romance, Paris, city of love, city of hobos pissing everywhere, <laughs> city of watch oh, your, watch your kebab, they will steal it. <laughs> I wonder if someone if they wore usagi hair in Paris, if they'd get stares like they would around here. I don't know. Can you imagine someone walking down the street with hair like usagi in in uh, the estates? You'd be like, That's seriously. Uh... Yeah, most anime hair, and hers is one of the most downtoned. But, you know, like I said, it seems like that's the... Like I was getting back to the original point, was that the opening kind of gives a feeling of this is a metropolitan Europe kind of story, not a middle of Tokyo story. Um, But what I like about the music in the new version is that the opening, for one... For one, the opening... Yeah, it's exciting, and it fits the... um, And it fits the... um, And it fits the uh, tone of the show a lot more. It gives you a promise of this is what the show is going to be, and then the show, for the most part, follow <clears throat> follows up on that. Crystal's a lot more. I want. I don't use. I don't like using the word adult, but it, it feels more mature. Right. Like, yeah, there's still Usagi being a baby, <clears throat> but it's not like it. It's was... not annoying. Yeah, like Usagi doesn't bug me. Yeah. Like I actually kind of chuckled. In Crystal, mm. at her latest antic of like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, Usagi, you're funny. Yeah. But like, in the first one, I was like, shut up. Like, I don't mm. want to hear you whine anymore. Yeah, and I think one thing that I also find is that the opening is, um, <clears throat> the imagery in the opening is not, doesn't have a concrete setting. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's the moon and they're on something that looks like some kind of field. Or which, something whatnot, which which works. I think it works with the fantasy thing because they're really playing up. Everyone keeps the having alien visions. landscape. Yeah, everyone keeps having visions of the Moon Kingdom or exactly, whatever it is. Yeah. 
Was didn't they say something about Moon Kingdom? Moon Kingdom, yeah. Um, yeah, that is like Ray when she looks at Usagi for the first time, she gets the flashback uh-huh. of the moon. Yeah, and you get the setting. Uh, Amy does the same thing. Yeah, and that and that works well because I mean, you got the shot of them just kind of standing around in a random field, but you also get a lot of but, imagery from the Moon mm-hmm. Kingdom, and that works better because yeah. it's something relevant to the show as opposed to the original opening, which was this looks like the like a painting of a bistro in yeah. Paris as painted by a painter that goes to that bistro in Paris. Right. What the heck does this have to do with anything? I don't know. And it works a lot better because thematically it ties it all together. It feels like a more cohesive show because all the parts are working together in ways that make sense as opposed yeah. to working at odds. And the and the over and of course i mean the opening sets the theme for what the how the show is going to come across for example the original american pokemon theme was very much the go do your best fight etc and all of that and it really gets you you're gonna sing it for us no and it really gets you pumped up yeah and everything while sailor while the original sailor moon opening gives you a sense of ooh mystery and a slight air of intrigue and romance and i feel like i'm talking about wine <laughs> it's like I am a. And I, I can see his usagi drunk. Yeah, it's like. Oh dear. Yeah. It's like it's like I'm a, it's like I'm a wine connoisseur, but except with anime openings. But you know what I mean. Okay. It gives it sets a certain mm-hmm. the- a theme, which is what I think the show is trying to is meant to go for. But then it's goofy and weirdness in the in the anime as opposed to this one, which sets kind of sets a similar sort of um, theme to it. With yeah. a little more, a little more action, adventure, sort of excitement to it. It's less. Oh, this is like a whimsical kind of like ooh, sort of like thing going on. It's like no, it's this one's more. It's there is some mystery and romance, there, but there's a little yeah. more action there to five it. Five girls are going to be running around killing monsters. Exactly, and so it gets more of that, and then that's what we get. So yeah. you don't have, hey, look, this is what you're going to get. No, no, and it's like, hey, this is what you're going to get. Hey, look, this is what you what you got. Uh-huh. And also, even more so, the the BGM is so much better. Background music, for those that don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The background music, the BGM in Sailor Moon Crystal is I, fantastic. I think that the background music in Sailor Moon, the original, is chuckle-worthy. And it's... It's, it's quirky. Mm. The stuff in Sailor Moon Crystal fits the show. Exactly, yeah. yeah and... and after we praised it all, now I think about it. There was, okay, Ray when she's like, I was born with powers, and everyone teased me or didn't like me for it. So I used my powers against them. <laughs> That's okay. That part was a little bit kind of eye-rolly. Well, yeah. I but mean, besides that, perfect. I felt like the show, I enjoyed it. I think that her, her fire powers are exciting. I'm thankful that the transformation sequences mm-hmm. are getting shorter mm-hmm. already. And also serve a purpose. Yeah, and I think what what I kind of find most is that I the background music in Cinnamon Crystal isn't enough for me to remember the actual tunes, but it is enough for me to notice well, it and think three this episodes. well yeah, but it's enough for me to notice it and think this fits. I mean it doesn't have that one specific catchy theme to it. It but it, it fits. It sets the right kind of mood as opposed to being the generic kind of weird background podcast good work yeah background music that you get in sailor moon which is like this is music that the composer did not give a crap about yeah it's probably something that they just plunked out on their keyboard while they were reaching for the sake bottle 
Well, like, oh, well, it's going to pay for my drinking habit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, dear composer of Sailor Moon original, we don't think that you're a drunk. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I wish I was drunk watching some of these episodes. <laughs> I can never be drunk. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's just that music is something that I notice. And a lot of times some of my favorite shows become my favorite shows yeah. because they had a really, one episode with a really cool music in it. Like, for example, One Piece has some moments where it's like the, during the the action scenes or whatnot has some really cool music. Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood has some music that really, really stands out and is really good and everything. And it's to the point where I was like, I need to get these th- soundtracks. Mm. And so that, it really upset. I love the Nozaki-kun opening. Oh yeah, that's a good opening. That is, it's quirky, it's funny, it's just like the show. And it has, and it does this one part, you know, right, right at the beginning where you've got, you know, Nozaki and then Sakura kind of walking along. The music fits it perfectly. Just the beat Perfect. and the and, a beat. And the way they show... How they're moving to it. Like, and I mean, she's just yeah. walking forward, but just the way they animate, the way the body is move, is moving in response mm-hmm. to her and forward motion. And they start motion. showing all the next characters that are yeah. going to show up, it hits every beat. It's perfect. It so. is quite excellent. And um, yeah, what, what about the Sailor Moon Crystal ending? What do we think? So I always make you fast forward that one. Yeah, I so I never really remember... I never um, remember it. <laughs> I think the song is fine. It's that one plays up on the romance side of things. a lot, which I think which I think which, works. You it, know, honestly, I'm hoping that the women and the teenage girls out there are watching Crystal and loving it. Yeah, because it really, really, really is for them, and it really. Well, yeah, I don't mean to say it sounds rude or anything. What you mean? We're not teenage women? No. Oh. But I better go return those tampons. Oh. <laughs> You make it too easy for me to want to make these kind of jokes. I'm sorry. We are in an anime, you know, podcast. I should expect. I could use I more. could use the tampons to plug up the massive nosebleed I get every time I see an attractive woman, because that okay, happens in I real do life, not right? Understand that? That is so weird. Nobody I mean, understands that. Anime? Why? It doesn't oh. make any sense. I think it's meant to be sort of this thing, like you know, this sense of rising pressure, like you know, oh, blood pressure rising head. up to your head to the point where it's just like. I think that's what it is, but I don't think even the animators know what the heck is going on. I'm not... Okay. But yeah, anyway, anyway, carry on with your thought before I interrupted you. I hope that the girls out there are watching it because I think they'll really like it. Mm. And I feel like it's a way better... I read somewhere the other day where someone was like, Tuxedo Mask does not save Sailor Moon. I'm like, uh, did you watch season one? Yeah, he did. And it's like, you know, he's worthless. Well... I'll agree to that. <laughs> well, I mean, granted, but, granted, his role in the story is a bit similar to the role that your average mm-hmm. romantic interest has. And yes. to be fair to the fans saying Tuxedo Mask is useless, it's not so much a sexist issue where they're like, no. oh, and it's a guy that needs to do something. He was rescuing her in the beginning. Well, yeah, he's doing and stuff. I'm, like, I'm sorry, people. He was. He kept, yeah. you know, yes, she had to throw the tiara. Oh, yeah. But he had to cut her free with the roses every time. And I think, honestly, my my complaints about the original show are the exact opposite, where, granted, all he does is throw the rose, but he still seems to be doing more than Sailor Moon does herself. Mm. But, you know, it's it's kind the of... The show, they finally feel like they've got a good balance. Yeah. And like, there is some mystery to it. There's some mystery, but she's, she's actually able to do something. And I actually wasn't super irritated when she threw her tiara this time. Yeah, and like, it actually did which something. Which is funny, because, like... 24 episodes in the other one, I'm like, 
just throw the tiara already. <laughs> and this one I was yeah. like, you know, they got in some cool stuff before. Some ice yeah. and fire, some, you know, good stuff. <laughs> so. George R. R. Martin gonna sue. <laughs> sue Salem and Crystal, please. Yeah, he's like, there's not enough princess sex and then princess murder. Oh. Like, please go away, Mr. Martin. <laughs> no, but, you know, still, tux- the, the um, tuxedo mask... Um, Mamoru in this show is very is is an interesting point, and I mean, sorry so about har- interesting yeah, and sorry about harping up on this, but it is kind yeah. of an interesting thought that, you know, I mean, granted, some people would look at it as like, oh, why is the guy not being more proactive? It's like, mm, fair enough, it's, it's about her exactly. But at the same time, you you you'd think, oh oh, so what? So guys always have to be proactive? No, it's mm. not that issue. You get plenty of cases where you have other anime and manga where it's like, uh, the girl that's a romantic interest doesn't do enough, in which in some cases, yes, that is true. She doesn't do enough. And there are just some people that that bugs. Personally, I don't care. I'm just thinking, okay, look, here's a romantic interest. They have one job. As long as they do that job, I don't care. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I feel like he'll be more... His I, role. I think expand. everyone will be written better. There'll be yeah, there'll be more to it, and I mean, it's also very nice that they, from the very beginning, they introduce the fact that hey, I'm a second year in high school, and he actually shows his student ideas to say, see, 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 you guys are gonna stop complaining about that now. But yes, I will. yeah, it it is very interesting because I mean, in the original show, and talking about just like you know, original. Why do we even say original? It's not the original. The manga was the original, well, but in the, the, the first original, anime, no. in the first anime. Yeah, in the first anime, he, the way he just dresses in general and the size comparison between him and the girls does make it look like this is a college student hitting on this 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, actually, he's 16. And my reaction is BS. Well, <laughs> he, he is, is not. He is in the new one. Well, here, when we, get the, when we get the shot, not only do we get to confirm that he's probably like around 16 or so, maybe well, a little bit younger. And 15 and a half, yeah. 16? You also get the shot of you get to see him and... Um, Usagi sitting next to each other and it physically there doesn't seem to be as much of a difference as there yeah, was in the first time. a year anime. and a half to two years doesn't it's not so bad. Yeah, and, and not only that, but I mean, I mean, granted he is taller and you can tell, and when you see him standing next to her, he is very much taller than her but at the same time, you kind of get the sense that, look, he looks more like a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't look like the adult love interest because having an older boyfriend is cool, you know. It's flat out he is more he is a little more looks a little more like a kid which yep. i think works very well also he's more sympathetic um i find that um <clears throat> a problem that the first anime had <clears throat> is that yeah it's that they were trying to stretch for time and therefore they're like okay let's go the easy route let's go the low road on this and just make their relationship a little more antagonistic that way it will be a, oh, will they end up together? And all the audience is like, of course they're going to end up together. That You're just making their interactions more annoying, and you're making me not want them to end up together. Yeah. You know, here he seems a little more sympathetic. Granted, he does still, ha- he does still come across as a bit rude, but mm-hmm. he, to, to be fair, she threw something at his face the first time. And this time, she was talking to Luna, and to him it looked like she was talking to herself. And he doesn't react in a... Oh, you're talking to yourself. You're stupid, like the first anime probably would have or probably mm-hmm. did. And this one is like, are you talking to yourself? 
And it's a somewhat antagonistic position that he's put into because he is... But wouldn't you wonder if you see yeah. a girl talking to a cat? Oh, yeah, I'd obviously wonder, and that's and it comes across as that. But it's yeah. still an antagonistic role in that he is he is acting counter... Yeah, and he is acting counter to her goal. Her goal being, don't let anyone find out about me being Sailor Moon and don't let anyone find out about the talking cat. Inadvertently, unknowingly, he is taking an antagonistic role... Yeah. Yeah. by putting that in danger. So like, you know, you don't have to you don't have to be an evil person to be an antagonist. You just mm-hmm. have to be in a position where what you want or what you're doing is counter to what the hero wants right. or is right. doing. And so he is in that position, but also in a way where you can see them these two at odds, but at the same time they could end up together. And also mm-hmm. what I like is Usagi's reaction to it where it's she gets embarrassed and, you know, he takes off his glasses and suddenly he's pretty now, <laughs> which I take offense to that. But, you know, she gets I didn't flustered. I not really know if that was what was well, it's actually the, happening. Well, that's the trope, so I yeah, connected to it that, so I whether it... Really yeah. But, you know, I do like that she reacts and is flustered and is embarrassed and she's like, you know, you see an attraction between them in their civilian forms, so it's not like, oh, I love tuxedo mask. Wait, this guy, I hate his tuxedo mask? Okay, I love this guy that I hate now. You know, it's not like, you know, that kind of hypocritical standpoint of, I like this one guy, oh wait, I actually hated him, but uh, I, um, uh, you know, it's actually showing, okay, look, we're going to show an attraction between these characters in their regular forms, which makes it a lot more interesting. Yeah, and so maybe, and it's probably, I can't remember exactly, but it's probably going to play up the, uh, uh, it's probably going to play up the, oh, I'm in love with this guy, but I'm also in love with this other guy, this mysterious masked man. Kind of like, you know, well, how... Well, that's fine, as long as it's not the dude that runs the arcade. Man, he's only showed up, like, twice in three episodes. That's kind of if funny. That. Yeah, I, I especially... Yeah, I don't think he's going to play as much of a role. He really mm-hmm. didn't. He was more like, oh, hey, here's this guy that this girl likes. And I think he's even meant to be older than Mamoru. What? Who knows what he's supposed to be? Well, I mean, he has a job, so yeah. Uh, there, well, high school students aren't allowed to have jobs in Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. And so, well, they didn't in Europe either, at least as far as I knew. So, yeah, I didn't work until I was like what in my twenties. Yeah, <laughs> that explains think, so much. I think the show. I don't think that these are going to win new fans. Probably. Like, not. if you're sitting here listening to this, going, you're rolling your eyes. Just skip the Sailor Moon episodes. Because we're not really going to change our mind, I don't think. I think it's going to just... Well, I mean, it, the show's probably going to go off the crazy train because it's the anime. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. Okay, um, here's my opinion on the possibility of getting new viewers through Sailor Moon Crystal. Um, if you hated the filler, the annoying humor, the mm-hmm. annoying characters, if you hated Usagi herself from the original... But thought that, but watched enough episodes to think that there was an intriguing concept underneath it all. Then give Sailor Moon Crystal a shot. Mm-hmm. You may, we can't guarantee that you'll like it, but this is the story. What's a better chance? Yeah, this is the story at its purest form. If you mm-hmm. think the idea of girls wearing miniskirts and fighting evil is stupid, you're not going to watch this. Well, yeah. You already know you're not going to watch this, and chances of you being convinced to watch it aren't going to are very low because, quite frankly, that you know it it's not your thing. Originally, I didn't think it was my thing, but from 
14-year-old me sneaking glances at the show with the cute girl, cartoon girls, to 20-something-year-old me looking back and saying, eh, this is all right. There's a bit of a difference, and granted, I tend to have, as far as consumers of media go, I got my, ed- my <laughs> I got my education in the consumption and analysis of media, specifically books, but when you get down to it, it was in the consumption and analysis of media. Therefore, I tend to be one of those people that looks at something and says, well, let's see if there's any value here, even if on the surface mm-hmm. it is something that looks like it's not for me. Ergo, the My Little Pony watching thing. Oh, so, you just confessed that? Man, I already gave that away ages ago. <laughs> I thought it was a secret. That's hardly a secret. I'm trying to make the point that I look at things and I try to see what oh, there good. is of value and not look at it on a surface and say, uh, this is for a little girl, so I don't like it. Yeah. Granted, in some cases, I will do that. Like, for example, I'm never going to watch any of the freaking CGI Barbie movies because it's very clear that is... I've watched what... one babysitting. Yeah? There was redeemable qualities to it, mm-hmm. but it was really, like, poorly made. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that was actually not... Uh, like I didn't want to gouge my eyes out. But you're not going to go watch the others. As no. A, as opposed no. to shows like Sailor Moon or My Little Pony, again with a confession, um, there's a lot of, there are enough people that find value in these shows, mm-hmm. therefore I can take the stance of, okay, let's see, what do these people see in these shows? Sometimes the things that they see in the shows are different from what I see. Sometimes I think that the things they see in the show should get them arrested. (laughs) But nonetheless, there is something there in these shows beyond the superficial. Sometimes there's a difference between seeing something that is clearly aimed at a different demographic than you yourself versus the ones where it's aimed at a different demographic and that's it versus it's aimed at a different demographic but effort was put into it. With Sailor Moon, and especially Sailor Moon Crystal, different demographic, but at the same time, it's putting enough effort into the production that this is the kind of show that you could have a 8 to 12-year-old girl watch and not worry about whether it's going to mentally harm her, you know? It's it's a story... Jack up the age, but yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, but it's still... It depends on how sensitive the child is. Yeah. I mean, still, it's... Well, if you don't want your child asking you questions about why the girl is so obsessed about how pretty the other girl is, maybe this is not for your kids. (laughs) But if you don't care about that... that, I think our culture is kind of... Well, gr- ruined uh, appreciating other people's attractiveness. Well, let's be fair. I mean, people give us a lot of flack for it, but keep in mind, you do realize that our ancestors were all the Puritan religious people that were kicked out of other countries, right? That's true. So when Sweden and Germany and Britain is all, oh, we're more, you know, we're more um, progressive in social, certain social and gender dynamics, and we're just sitting here, it's like, uh... We're uncomfortable about this, and they're all, oh, well, you should feel bad. It's like, um, uh, yeah, you do remember where where we came from, right? Yeah. So, but anyway. Well, on that happy note, I think we're going to wrap up. Let us wrap things up. Anything desperate you want to say? Not really. I'm just um, surprised at how much I look forward to watching this every other week. Yeah. Wishing it was actually a weekly thing, but... 
And not having to watch four Sailor Moon episodes in between. <laughs> Those are okay. They're just not as enjoyable, you know? Yeah. It's like I can watch them and tolerate them and in some cases enjoy, but with this, it's a consistent enjoyment every um, time I watch it. Next week, will Derek actually enjoy Sailor Moon? Only Nathan is allowed to do that. Oh, why? <laughs> because he does it well. He does it so good. It's yeah, but... Yeah, so next, but, well, for what's upcoming for the next episode is the one with the uh, crystal um, and the princess, I guess. Yeah. Although I don't know. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, they will have the princess looking like Umino because I do remember that's from the manga. I'm pretty oh, sure. Boo. And so that will be a thing. And then the week after that, so a month later, will probably be the in- introduction of Jupiter. Probably, yeah. And so fortunately for you, you will watch that before it happens, but you're probably going to be boned for Venus. Because there is no way that it is that you are that the anime the first anime is catching up with no. its release schedule, or maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe. But yeah, and yeah, and so and then of course we've got yeah. So next week on regular Sailor Moon, we've got the beginning of the introduction of Sailor Jupiter, and other stuff happens. But I don't care because finally my favorite character from my childhood has been introduced to the show. Oh boy! So well, have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next time.